Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balzerak, with A4 Wealth Advisors, and my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, we're, we have a great topic today. We're going to be talking about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. Ah. I know that for a lot of people out there, that's a heavy topic because some people have had to go back to work after they thought they were going to be retired, which is kind of tough. So we're going to address eight ways to avoid returning to work after retirement, which I think is a big deal. You don't want to spend your whole life planning for retirement and then make certain mistakes which would have you go back to work. So we want to keep that retirement goal in mind and make sure that we can retire successfully. Well, yeah, and I think this is going to be a great topic for us today. Now, John, This is a really big one. I I know that uh, my parents uh, went back and did some work after retirement, but it was by choice. So I have a lot of questions for you. Now, before we get into that, though, what's been going on over there at A4 Wealth? A4 Wealth, we've been growing leaps and bounds. Uh, The radio show's been doing fantastic, and, uh, you know, all our advisors are doing great, and we're blessed. You know, kids actually went back to school. uh, So I think my wife's really excited about that. You know, they're not. They kind of get a little stir crazy towards the end of the summer. We've had them in camps, but the last two weeks they haven't been. Oh. So it's an exciting time of year. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a great time of year for people to start resetting some goals, especially if you set them in January. Maybe you didn't follow through. You know, the fall is a great time to get reengaged. And, uh, you know, we're reaching out to a lot of our clients, making sure that their reviews look good and that their plans are on track. And, uh, you know, that you're checking up on everything to make sure that you don't need to make any changes. Right. And that's huge. I mean, this time of year, I always start thinking about my wallet and my finances because all the kids are, all three kids are going back to school and it's new backpacks, new tennis shoes, signing them up new for New laptops. New laptops. <laughs> the, the expenses nowadays, just every single year that come up to go back to school are immense. So... They are. They and they just are. add up fast. So uh, I've been thinking about that, although it is going to be good to get the kids back into a routine and, and get back into that yep. school routine. I think They need that, structure. Yes. Structure is key. It is. It's good. Now, um, I, I know that when it, we talk about going back to work after retirement, uh, it, it would feel like a lot of work that we did up to that point for nothing if we don't truly get to retire, right? Yeah, it's funny, you know, Ben Franklin wrote, Tony, that nothing is guaranteed in life other than death and taxes, right? And death pizza. and taxes. They're, they're and the two pizza. things that we know for sure are, are going to happen. But even some of the best retirement plans, you can design them, you know, life can get in the way and things can cause them to fail, even if you don't want that to happen. So, uh, you know, for many retirees, 
Uh, it isn't always a lack of funds, like you were talking about your parents, that, you know, that drives them back in the workforce. Um, that's a big one, and you don't want to make that mistake because I tell people, if we know that our plan is going to work and you continue to work, you know at any day if you want to stop, you can check out of there. Right. And that's a good feeling to have. Yeah. But knowing that you have to go to work, I mean, that can be dreadful in later years if you have to. You have no other choice. So a lot of people do choose to go back to work because maybe they're retired and they get bored. They don't feel fulfilled. They're not around a team of people. Uh, they kind of check out. And, you know, we've had some of clients that we've known of that they've defined their entire life by their work. And then when that ended, you know, their life expectancy wasn't too much longer after that. So I think that there are a lot of people and listeners out there that maybe do want to go back to work or maybe volunteer or do other types of things. Um, and we always tell people that, you know, retirement is a journey. It's not a destination. And we're going to talk about some options if you want to retire and stay retired. Ah, a journey. Well, we maybe we should call this episode Don't Stop Believing in Retirement. I just got a flashback of you with your journey <laughs> headband on. Front row. Yep. Anyway. The old headband rocking out the Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Hey, that's a great song, man. That's yeah. a great song. But, you know... If you, if you look at it, U.S. News and World Report article, this is from July of 2018, so this is very pertinent. Uh, so this is not from Steve Perry. Um, you know, the, the first option that we want to talk about today is one that I feel is very important for our listeners to consider. And, you know, we've helped many of our clients with this in their retirement journeys. And the most successful and happy journeys, okay, are ones that are about retiring to something not simply retiring to escape a job or career. And one common reason for retirees to return to work is simple boredom. Uh, some people just focus solely on achieving their financial retirement goals, but neglect to think enough about what they'll actually do in retirement. And you know, and then when they get to retirement, they find themselves without a purpose, like I was talking about earlier. So you know, now we have other clients that are retired, Tony, that are just so busy because they're, they're volunteering, they're involved with their church, they're involved in their kids or their grandkids' lives that they don't even know how they ever worked. And that's a, I think that's a healthy way to retire because you want to stay active and you want to stay engaged and you want to stay around people. So I think it's you know really, really important to consider all those things and find the, re the right recipe for you. But you know, so many people don't think about what they're going to do. They just think that, hey, I don't have to go into a, a nine-to-five job. So there's just way more to the retirement equation than just the money part. Right. So how do we avoid that wandering without a purpose feeling? Is there a retirement plan that can help? You know, I think a retirement savings plan is half of the blueprint. You know, we talk about putting together a tailored custom financial blueprint. And by the way, if you're listening out there today and you don't have a customized tailored financial blueprint, you need to get one. Because that's going to put you on a path. And, you know, our office is great at doing them. We've been specializing in retirement and estate planning for over 20 years. Uh, they can call us toll-free, Tony, anytime at 855-260-7361. That's 855-260-7361 to get one. So, again, but that's half of it, okay? Designing how you'll live a purposeful retirement is important, too. And when we talk about A4, that's the four asset quadrants. And one of them is the human quadrant, which we talk about your faith, your family, your values, 
that has to be put into your financial plan. I mean, that's a big part of it. People just don't do it for money. You know, so it takes money to be able to do things, but you do it because you have a sense of purpose. And I think that listeners out there should visualize uh, what their days are going to look like and how they're going to live those days and how, who you're going to spend the time with. You know, are you going to give back and, and the things that you can do. Um, just like if you take a pre-retirement vacation and practice how you're going to live. So, you know, some of the questions you might ask, you know, what activities excite you the most about retiring? Um, where will you go and who will you interact with is a big one. Uh, where will you live? You know, different places require different funding amounts and different types of lifestyles when you get there. Um, and then what is on your bucket list and how will you bring all that to life? So there's a lot there, and I think a lot of people just don't think about it. They get so involved in their daily grind that they never take a step back and think about that. And I think it's really important for listeners to do that so that they can have the most successful retirement possible. Uh, For those that struggle to see yourself retire, I mean, some people say, well, John, I can never retire. You know, you might not enjoy that lifestyle, um, but maybe there's things you can do to change that. Maybe you can enter a new chapter of your life and create an outline that can help you avoid that scenario and that you can make retirement a very happy, successful, joyous time. You know, we talk about the golden years. That's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and I think for for a lot of people out there, that's not the case, but it could be. So, you know, open up your mind and uh, think about things that you really want to do. That's good advice. And and those were good questions you posed, like what activities excite you most about retiring? I like that. Um, You know, uh, maybe going uh, on a vacation to a tropical island and just relaxing. Uh, Thoughts like that enter my head. But um, where will I go and who will I interact with? I think I would answer that question. Uh, I'd go see John Balserac and hang out with him. That'd be great. And then where where will I live? John Balserac's house, of course. Oh, wow. You're moving in, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, When I retire, you'll hear a knock on the door. You'll, uh uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we can avoid that scenario. <laughs> I <laughs> bet you are respect. hoping to avoid that. Well, but seriously, good questions. I'm we sure... can hang out, though. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm sure this um, can really impact our future retirement. So what's something else we, can, we should be considering here? You know, I think uh, the most important decision you can make when it comes to your Social Security benefit is deciding when to actually apply for it for those that are retired or retiring soon and knowing when you should choose to begin receiving payments or for which type of benefit you should file for. Um, You know, there's a lot of different spousal planning techniques you can do out there. And we look at health history and life expectancies and we look at all your asset buckets. We do a financial inventory. And it's important how you spend down a portfolio. And of course, maximizing social security should be one of the parts of the foundation of spending down your portfolio. And we want to find out what your primary insurance amount is. That's when you reach full retirement age. For a lot of listeners out there, it could be, say, 67 years old. Um, and that is a great way to build a foundation. Okay, And again, that really applies to the money part, not the other part that deals with your emotions and who you spend your time with and right. the quality of life, which is, which is equally important, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so as well. So obviously when we begin taking our benefit plays a huge part in maximizing that social security benefit, as you always say, right? 100%, you know, and that is why, you know, our next option is sometimes to delay your retirement date. 
And some people don't like that. You know, when people come in here, maybe they have a goal of 62 and I run the numbers and if they run out of money, like at 75, sometimes we got to put a couple more years in of saving and letting the existing accounts compound and grow. And not only does that compound and grow, you know, if you wait from example, full retirement age to age 70, you get an 8% delayed retirement credit. Uh, so not only does your accounts, you know, assuming markets and things of that nature are, are increasing, um, your social security benefits, the payments that come out each month will also increase. So adding two, three years, you know, sometimes you have to add five, it's just the reality of it. But I mean, I, I would wanna know that if I'm going to retire, that I never have to go back to work, at least for the money part. Right. You know, I mean, and that's just, and again, that's me. Now, I, I can get around people at the church. I can, you know, get involved in my kids' games and I can help coach. So I could fill the other part doing that, not having to go into an office, you know, or, or, or knowing I have to work for money. So sometimes delaying retirement can ensure, you know, if you do the right things, that you don't ever have to go back. And I just think that for a lot of people, that gives people peace of mind. You know, people can stick out a couple more years if they know, hey, you know, my, my plan, it looks pretty good. Unless a catastrophic thing happens, I shouldn't have to go back to work. So I think that's really, really important that people look at that. And again, delaying, you know, taking Social Security and letting your, your accounts compound and grow for a few more years can make a tremendous difference in your overall financial plan. Well, and for some folks listening out there, uh, there it sounds like filing at the wrong time it could be a huge detrimental mistake uh, for their retirement. Is that a mistake that can be fixed? You know, that's an excellent question. The simple answer is no. You know, once you file for Social Security, you are permanently locked into the monthly benefit amount. That said, uh, there is one way you can change your monthly benefit, but it's often difficult to take advantage of. And I think I've talked about this on other shows, Tony. You know, so if you've been on Social Security for less than 12 months and you pay back the full benefit amount you've received, you can then defer your benefit and retire later. And I know that we had a workshop several years ago, and I always ask, and as a show of hands, who is taking Social Security? And half the room hands go up. Has anybody not taken it for more than 12 months? And I might get one or two. You know, I think we had one gentleman, I think he was on month 11, and uh, we were able to pay it back 11 months of payments and put it back into a deferral status because that was really what was best for him. So, you know, you know, you really need to have an expert look at that. If you've triggered Social Security and maybe you don't know if you, you did it too early or if you're missing out on benefits or you're gonna get a, a permanent reduced benefit. You know, for a lot of people, Tony, if they, if they go right at 62, because they can, it could be a reduction as big as 57%. That's a lot, you know? So if you don't wanna make that mistake and you wanna come in, we do have a free offer for a social security maximization report for the first five callers. Uh, again, you can dial 855-260-7361. We give it to you for free, there's no charge. 855-260-7361 for the first five callers that call in. All right, and listeners, stay tuned and learn more options for avoiding returning to the workforce after you retire from our amazing host, John Balserac, here on Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balzerak, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a roadmap for financial independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap 
can help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating lifestyles, building legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. Hello and welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host from A4 Wealth Advisors is John Balserac. And John, what a great show. I know that uh, you're talking about ways today to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement, and you've covered some different ways. Uh, retire to something is one and possibly delaying your retirement uh, date. What's yep. another way that we can avoid returning to work in retirement? Right, so retiring to something is having a sense of purpose, right, other than the money. Delaying your retirement is just what it is because you need to either compound and grow it more. So once you get a handle on those two, which I think are important, uh, the next way is a very common issue for retirees, and that's deciding maybe to relocate or to downsize. And you know we have a lot of clients that have two homes. They have one in the you know maybe the Western North Carolina mountains and one at the beach. And for some people, you know, if you have a really big net worth, maybe that's not an issue. Um, but sometimes it can be difficult to maintain two homes. You know, you have you have insurance, you have maintenance costs, you have to heat and cool it, you have to take care of it. Uh, there's property taxes. I mean, there's a lot that goes in. Uh, or you should have maybe one huge house, and now you know you've had three children; they're all out of college. You know you might not need the big house anymore. Um, so relocate or move to a new place is absolutely a trend that we've seen. Um, a lot of retirees move to places like Florida. Uh, Arizona is a big one. You know, even here in North Carolina, we have a lot of retirees here as well because we have very mild winters. But there are some meccas. You know, Florida is a mecca. Arizona. I would say Southern California, but it's just so cold that some people, it's just cost prohibitive for a lot of people. Um, but you have to look at, you know, what the, what the states are as far as the income tax situation. And that means you can avoid state taxes on retirement. I know that Texas is another state that people move to or seems to be a big trend. And if you move to some of these states that have no state income tax, well, that can, that can help, right? I mean, that's, I mean, if you look at what you pay every year, um, that's a big deal. And if you want to avoid state income taxes, and maybe you want to be on a desert or near a beach, um, you know, we see all these sun cities going up and all these 55 plus communities. And they're great because, you know, every night you can do something. I mean, from bridge to bingo to golf to, to poker. I mean, it's like every night it's like a party, you know. And some of our clients are in those communities and they love them because they're very, very social. And it almost goes back to retire to something where, hey, it's something. There's always something going on. Um, but you know, some people want to know if a state with no income tax is worse or better. So I know that there's seven U.S. states uh, that forgo individual income taxes, and this is as of 2018, Tony. So Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. Um, and residents of New Hampshire and Tennessee are also uh, spared from you know handing over an extra chunk of their paycheck, uh, though they do pay tax on dividends and income from investments. So, you know, it's going to depend upon where you live. And you know, I, I've heard of people like going up to Alaska. I mean, my wife can never do that; it's just too cold for her. But it's beautiful. I mean, 
breathtaking place to live if you can handle the cold weather. So, you know, look at that and consider it. Consider maybe if that's going to benefit you because not paying those state income taxes is a big deal. Yeah. Well, also, that, you know, downsizing. Huge. I mean, if you sell a house for, you know, a million dollars and move into a $400,000 55-plus community with all the amenities you need, but enough living area for you, you have another $600,000 you can invest. I mean, it's like up your lifestyle, you know? It really can up your lifestyle. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of pros and cons that you need to look at. And as you always say, it probably depends on people's personal situation, right? 100, 100%, you know. Uh, some people prefer to be in their existing state if they got kids, grandkids. Uh, but some prefer, hey, I'm going to downsize. I'm going to pocket some money by selling this gargantuan house that we you know, it's funny. We have a six thousand square foot house. I'm talking about most clients out there. Oh yeah. And they live in and they live in fifteen hundred square feet of it. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah. they live in the kitchen and maybe the great room, and, and then they sleep. Um, so, you know, do you really need all that space? And if you could take that extra equity and put that equity to work for your retirement, I think it's a no brainer. If you could avoid state income taxes um, and maybe still be relatively close to family. That, that's a good choice. So these are the things you need to be thinking about in addition to everything else we've talked about on today's show. If you need help with it and you want a, a fiduciary uh, to help sit down with you and, and look at your finances and give you a tailored custom financial blueprint, uh, again, you know, we spend three to five hours on that blueprint and we give it to you. And you know, if we can't create value, we never ask for your business, but it's invaluable, especially if you even have a, an existing financial advisor or someone that you work with. Get, have a second set of eyes on it. Maybe there's things you didn't think about, and you can call us toll-free at 855-260-7361, 855-260-7361. All right. You mentioned to me off-air cu- cutting living expenses or maybe discovering meaningful work. Those sound interesting. Um, who doesn't want to cut expenses, but what are some ways we can do that? Yeah, I mean, retirement can open up opportunities to lower living expenses through better money management. You know, frugal living and less wasteful lifestyle. And I'm not, you know, and I, I always believe in a balance. I don't tell people, hey, have such a tight budget to where you don't have any fun, because that just doesn't make any sense either, right? But you should pay close attention to your bank and credit card accounts. You know, I see a lot of retirees carrying balances on their credit cards, and they're paying unnecessary interest or maybe uh, before each new purchase of a household item, ask yourself if you really need that item. You know, a good rule of thumb is wait 90 days. And if you don't need it in 90 days, you probably don't need it. You know, there's a lot of impulse buying. Uh, Avoid impulse buying when you can. A lot of times you just don't need it. And a lot of times you can find something secondhand or used for virtually nothing. You know, we live on Lake Norman, and I just had a neighbor of mine buy a Cobalt. That's an older model, but if you looked at it, I mean, I think it might be 15 years old, but he bought it for $500 and, you know, a Cobalt boat, they can go for $100,000. So, you know, a lot of times you can pick up something on the cheap if you're willing to look for it. So, you know, being frugal can maybe just be being smart. You know, maybe you can buy a boat. I mean, for $100,000 versus $500, I'd give you the Susie Orman green check because other than putting gas and general maintenance, it now becomes affordable, so or much more affordable, I should say. So look at those things. You know, make good consumer decisions. You know, I, I have a lot of clients that do cut coupons. You know, and they're millionaires, but 
they like doing it. You know, they like going in and, and, and getting a good value for whatever they're going to buy. And there's, there's a lot of uh, wisdom to that. You know, a lot of wealthy people, they stay wealthy because they, they watch that. They don't overspend. So I'm not just saying, hey, just have a, a super strict budget. You know, not, don't take your wife or, or husband out to dinner. That's ridiculous. But just look at what you spend, live within your means, make sure that you can continue to have your portfolio grow and can, can, can sustain you. Because you may live to be 85, 95, you could live to be 100. You just don't want to run out of money. So just make smart money decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to make smart decisions. And uh, well, you mentioned another way, discovering meaningful work. That sounds interesting, but I, I don't really know what that means, John. We were going to come up there and take a, a, a class on how to do radio with Tony Short. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> we have a lot of people knocking on your door, Tony. Oh, yeah. uh, no, many retirees are happy to leave a career and then sometimes miss the intellectual engagement that comes from earning a living. And some may miss the challenge of problem solving, others may simply miss the social aspect, like I said, being around people, being around a work group or a team. I mean, there's a lot of fulfillment, you know? So I think for those who enjoy the pursuit of a financial gain, uh, retirement is an excellent opportunity to begin a second career uh, which combines both personal passion and entrepreneurship. And we've seen that, you know. Is your business idea something that you're very passionate about? And, you know, some people do that, you know. Maybe they dis discover a second career starting a business, and, you know, it's something that they enjoy or they love to do. You know, I always tell people, if you find something that you love to do, you'll never work another day in your life. The other meaningful way to do this is volunteering. And... Volunteering is something that, uh, something that you really have a passion for. You know, we have uh, one of our executive assistants, she just loves animals. So she's at the animal shelter and does all the kind of things that, that helps rescue animals, whatever it is. Um, it could be St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, other meaningful activities could be mentoring or coaching. You can mentor or coach, you know, if you'd like to do that in a certain sport. Uh, I just think all that, I mean, it all goes back to that purpose-driven retirement. But and, and again, you can almost link those two together, but if you find meaningful work, it just gives you passion, it gives you reason to get up in the morning, and it just really drives you. And I think that people need that drive. Yeah, I, I really do. And the more driven you are, the better. And to stay active and have a purpose in retirement is so important. Um, and this has been a very informative show. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today, John? No, I, I would say for a lot of people out there, you know, people don't know even what questions to ask themselves to put themselves in a position to know how to plan. And people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. If you need help with the planning aspect, go give us the heavy lifting or go find a financial professional that can help you do the heavy lifting. You know, we'd be glad to help you here at A4 Wealth at 855-260-7361. And we'll talk about, you know, how to have purposeful and retiring to something, you know, how to possibly delay your retirement if there's just not enough funds to make it happen for good. The pros and cons of relocating and downsizing, you know, how to cut living expenses, but really how to buy smart. And then discovering new, meaningful, purposeful work outside of work, whether it be volunteering, coaching, or mentoring. Great ideas for people out there. And if someone puts together a cogent plan for you, you don't have to worry about the money part. You know, just, just focus on the fun part. 
So that's what we leave people today. You can give us a call anytime, toll-free, 855-260-7361. They can also go to our web portal at www.a4wealth.com. All right. That sounds great, John. Good show today. And thanks, listeners. But that does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balser. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserak of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 